can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Tuesdays with with Kelly and Dan, and today we have Matt from Swim University co-hosting with me, so this should be a little bit more interesting than when I talk by myself. Uh, Hi, Matt. Hi. How are you? Thanks for having me. (laughs) I'm good. Yeah. What's that noise? I didn't didn't do anything. Oh, maybe I was just drinking. I hear, like, on a... You just hear gulping? No, I, like it sounded like dogs running across. Maybe I don't know if it's like Rudy in the background. We can hear him. It's not. It's not here. I'm on carpet, and I don't have any. I have one animal, but he's he's a little tiny cat, and he sneaks around. So, <laughs> hey, whatever. I have two dogs, and they're driving me nuts. Mm. But I love them. Yeah, that's definitely Rudy. It's not us. Thanks, Rudy. Anywho. So, how have you been? How's life going? You know, anything life, exciting? Yeah, uh, life is is good. Um, pool season was good. Still is good. We're still in it, right? Um, was mm-hmm. out at a pool today, filming for the last two days, actually, and I have one more day tomorrow to film more. So we just did like a three day, okay. you know, kind of uh, photo film shoot for the website. Do you mind me asking what the subject was about? Uh, we are just getting B-roll of everything. So, like, today, I you know, we okay. flew a drone to get, like, drone shots of brushing, skimming, vacuuming, adding chemicals. We got GoPro shots, so underwater shots of the same stuff, you know, adding chemicals, brushing, skimming, all that stuff. So we're just kind of getting you- B-roll so that we can do our, our reels and, and our YouTube videos and stuff. You know what I think would be a great video for homeowners is how to brush a pool during a startup. Ooh, why? Why? Why specifically because, that? Because I do. I don't have weekly maintenance mm-hmm. anymore. I used to, and then I decided not to. So I do startups a lot, and I want to say that's the biggest question the homeowner has: is how do I brush my pool during you know that time where they have to brush you know three times a day, yeah, two times a day, whatever. Because they're like, oh, my God, I'm afraid of scratching it, I, you know. Oh. And then sometimes they'll, like, miss spots. And they're like, well, I tried getting it. And it's like, I know you're trying. i just letting you know those spots need a little bit, you know. But I think that would be great. So then I could send them that video and be like, here, this is how you brush. Right. So, like a dentist for pools. That might be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I like it. So what's your background? I know that you have the swim university. I've seen some of your videos on YouTube. I've even used your videos when I would have my IPSA meetings and I'm trying to start a conversation with the members. Wow. Uh, so, yeah. So been doing this since I was my first summer job as a 13 year old little boy was at a pool store and I never left. Okay. I stayed there till I was 17, <laughs> went to another pool store, worked my way up to assistant manager, went to another pool store, 
game manager, mm-hmm. managed that service department, retail store, went back and forth to different pool companies, the same two back and forth, and then started okay. my own. All online, though. Okay. You know, back in 2004, 2006, somewhere in that range, in that area, I was like, oh, I'm going to basically take all of my knowledge and put it towards the internet. And that was it. Okay. That was at 20, well, 26, you have, 20 you, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up in the industry my whole life. Did you have, was it, was that, and then I got sucked into did it. Did you have parents that were into it and then got into it? Or were you like just a little kid in a development that needed a summer job and got sucked into it? No. Like my supply house managers have known me since I was four years old. Wow. Okay. So literally grew up in it. Yeah. My dad's been doing it for 35 years. Wow. Holy crap. My mom did it for a long time. She had a route and everything. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wait, what part of the country? I'm in California, Northern California. So, okay. Yeah. Northern California. A lot of, I know there's a lot of Southern California. uh, Yeah. So I, uh, I'm like a Sacramento area. Mm Mm-hmm. To the capital of, of California. I almost lived in Rockland. We are different than LA. Have, do you know where? What? I almost lived I, in Rockland. I work in Rockland. Oh. I work in Rockland all the time. So. Yeah. So. I almost got poached by Pool Supply World. Do you know them? Yes. They're no longer a thing because they got bought yes. by Leslie's. But I no. was like this close. <laughs> was not not this <laughs> a little close. So, Rockland is really not a nice area. I was I was um, looking forward to it's it. It's really booming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really booming. It's growing really fast. So I predominantly work out there, Roseville, Lincoln. That's where I'm the busiest because cool. the houses are building. They're just doing it so fast and everybody wants a pool. And it's like, okay, whatever, I, wherever you want me to go. If you pay me, I'll go. Yeah. I do warranty for Hayward and I'll travel. I'll go to Chico, I'll go to Placerville, yeah. I'll go to Ion, I'll go to the Bay Area if they want me to, wherever you pay me, I'll go. Sweet. So, but yeah, that's that's my background. Grew up in it, didn't want to do it, got sucked mm-hmm. into it. I have this theory, either you get sucked in and you can never get out or you don't last very long. Oh, I, yes. It's like you're, you're a college kid, you, you come in for a bit and you're gone, right? Or you are in it for, I mean, like I'm a lifer. It's just, that's been, it's my whole life. I'm 30. I will be 39 in like a week. And that is, that is like, it's been, I've been pools my whole life. And so I, I don't know. And I even, I chose it. Like it's, it, I got sucked into it as a kid, but then I was like, well, I'm just going to mm-hmm. parlay this into my thing. And now it's like my thing. And, and I, I pushed it that way. So yeah, that's, uh, well, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Trying. Uh, I like I said, I love your videos, and they're very. I like that they're not too long. Mm-hmm. They're they're enough to get you your attention and listen and give you the information. So, I'm hey. However, you can find what makes you happy in your profession, I think is key because you're going to be stuck in it for your yeah. life. Uh-huh. So make sure you love it. Would you say that you you like the online feel better than you did when you were? I guess you could call it in the field. Yeah, I did a little field work. So I wouldn't say like, I'm, I'll be honest, like I was mostly retail boy, right? I'm, I'm, that's where most of my experience comes from, but did run a service department for a bit. I did have to go out and like install safety covers and, and fix pumps and stuff like that for, for, you know, when, when things got 
bad when when customers were unhappy. I'm like, all right, let me go out and smooth things over. But where I am now, I don't know. I just always felt like in the from the retail side of thing, like I just had you know the way I talk about it is this weird sense of power being a young kid and your friend's parents coming into your store. Cause I would live in, in a small town, right. In, in South Jersey. And my friend's parents would come ask me for advice as like a 14, 13 year old, <laughs> you know, it's like, that's a weird, that's a lot of power, you know? So, and I, I actively like now re- I had rejected authority. I didn't go to college. Cause I'm like, wait a minute, these people are freaking idiots. Like I'm, 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 I'm the smart guy in the room. So Yes, it's a weird power trip, but I, I basically was like, it wasn't like I was looking for an opportunity and like, I was like, oh, no one's talking about pool stuff online. It was just like, I know about this thing. Like I, I it was my job. And then I knew about website design because I was, I was in a band, as you can tell by the background of my video, uh, there's a bunch of guitars on the wall and I was in a band and we couldn't afford a website designer. So I just learned how to design websites. And then I was like, oh, what if I took the pool thing that I do during my day job and married it with my night job, essentially? And that was kind of how it came about. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that's a great idea, especially since, you know, probably at that time, there really wasn't much for homeowners to have as a resource to help them with their pool. Like we're 2004. So it's like barely the internet. (laughs) So it was like internet was yeah. maybe 10 years old at back, the most. Back when we had the flip phones and you had to push six buttons to navigate the internet. If you could even get on the internet. We had snake. And that was like, that was the, that was the, that was the, uh, <laughs> the big game at the time. Yeah. yeah. Green screens and blue uh, screens. That was okay. it. <laughs> so you figured out there was a need for, for something you enjoyed doing. And obviously educating people is a key thing. Would you say that that's what's going to really help people when it comes to care of their pool? Or Mm. do you think that there's other things that are key to make things successful? You know, I like to think that education is key. I I moved into this house and there was two existing ponds. So I would, you would think like, Oh, I'm in, I'm in the pool business. Like I got ponds. I, I don't, I don't understand. I'm like, I'm so confused and there's no online resource that really tells me what's up. And there are pond, you know, I hired a pond service to come out and like take care of it. And even that, like sometimes they're confused. And so I don't know. I kind of feel like education is important, but it's really like if somebody were to tell me exactly what to do, you know, every like, Hey, every Tuesday you need to do this. And I put it in a calendar and I was just diligent about doing that thing. That is, I think, what would be super helpful for me. And the same thing applies, I think, to pool care, which is like if you could just give somebody a recipe that they could follow and tell them exactly when to do things and how, then they'll actually, you know, hopefully they'll do it. And if they don't, they'll suffer the consequences of that. And that's, you know, when you need help. But other than that, like, I think it isn't just education. I think a lot of people, they don't like, especially like, in, like myself with the ponds, and it's my only analogy I have. I don't want to be an algae chemist. I don't want to know how it's grown. I don't want to be this like biochemist person who understands it and goes like, oh, I'm going to invent my own thing. Just tell me what to add, when to add it, and I will add it. You know, that's as simple as that. And so that is my approach to education in the pool industry is just to be like, 
just tell me what to do when I just want to friggin' swim in it. I don't really want to, I don't want to be you guys. I want to be like whatever I do for a living, you know, as the homeowner. And I just want my pool clear so that my, you know, kids and my significant other are not mad. Now, do you find that you have more people trying to learn how to take care of their own pool, especially when there's like a recession or a, uh, economic crisis. Oh, I mean, the pandemic was huge for, I believe, all of us, right? Like that wasn't like we, the, as a pool industry, I don't think we saw that since 2004 and maybe 2008. I think and it's so funny because so many pools were, you know, and I, and I don't know as like a service company, no, <laughs> I don't think service companies were out there like cleaning Intex pools and, and stock tank pools and whatever else people are building nowadays. I refuse to do above ground pools. Oh, just in general. Like, yeah, I mean, that I makes sense. Well, most of the time they don't even have like the right filter and, and pump. So I, I can't right. keep up with it. So instead of wasting my time in theirs, I just, sorry, that's not my capacity. Yeah. Not my bag, baby, as uh, to quote a movie. But yeah, I, I, I that makes so much sense <laughs> because I wouldn't want to do that either. And I think. I mean, obviously, like so many people got pools during the pandemic, right? And business was good. Now, they, I feel like this year, everyone went on vacation and yeah. perhaps neglected the pool a little bit, but it's all going to come back. And I don't know. I don't know what the, what the future holds for, for the industry. I think it's good. I think it's good no matter what, though. Like, I think we're, I think we're on a upward trend. I think that the pool industry is kind of a safe industry compared to other industries Yeah, that unfortunately there's a, we're always going to need to help them take care of their pools. And if it's you with your, your website where you, you can give them videos or if it's us actually yeah. going out there. Well, what's interesting about it too, is that if there's a turnover, right? Cause like, you know, you might sell a pool and then the Gen Z people are going to come up and they're going to just, move into these homes with pools and they're going to be internet savvy, which are, you know, the people that I were, I was dealing with were absolutely not right. Like the fact that our YouTube channel <laughs> even grew at all is surprising. Cause like my dad doesn't know that you can subscribe to other videos. Like he doesn't, you know, know that that's even possible. <laughs> so yeah, it's, I think it's, it's funny because it is a, it's an industry because when you build a pool, it's, it's a cement block in the ground it's not going anywhere unless you fill it in which i mean who wants to fill in a pool i i don't know you have to be a crazy person but i think <laughs> it is a safe industry and and it is i mean i don't know if if you agree with this at all but i i believe it's also like kind of stuck it. in a weird time zone too it's like it's not so how many subscribers do you have on youtube well let's start with one hundred and fifty seven thousand. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got a little plaque. That was fun. That was a fun day. (laughs) Uh, Do you find that there are mainly homeowners or a mixture of professionals and homeowners? It is mostly homeowners, but there is an audience of professionals. But I don't know how to, I don't know, like, you know, just get comments here and there. So I don't have them segmented out to talk to them specifically, but they're there. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's great. And then your website, how many subscribers... During the peak months for us, right, like June or May, June, July, we get about a million visitors a month. Oh, wow. And then our email list is about 100,000. 
Yeah. Oh wow! I'm just trying to get a thousand followers on Instagram. So, uh, we just we just passed it. Like, <laughs> Instagram is totally new to us, and and yeah, we, I just hired. We're a family business, so we just hired. Oh, we, my my wife and I hired my brother. <laughs> so he's he's doing our Instagram account. <laughs> yeah. Hey, as long as he can keep up with it. Yeah, right? we're and like I said, we're we're out this week shooting video. You know, with our phones, we got a drone. I got. You know, all this like equipment out there at the Airbnb we had to rent because the house we moved into doesn't have a pool. So I'm like, all right. And we live in Colorado. There's very little pools here, but not a lot. You could have, you could have done this. The, was it the Swimply website where you can rent a pool? You, you would think, except there are none <laughs> in Colorado. Oh. Yeah, you would think. Great name. And I, and I'm saying that very sarcastically. That's the, it's the, it's a hilariously bad name. So I hear you have a rap video. Is oh, this about pools yeah. or? Yeah, I did that. <laughs> I think back in 2011, maybe. Yeah, I did a rap video. Oh my God. So I thought like, <laughs> I have this, you know, I have this website or whatever. I also like, like doing parody rap stuff for fun you know for like for my friends <laughs> yeah and i have this concept that i've came up with called passion mashing which is like take two things that you're good at put them together and just see what comes out right like if you like two <laughs> weird things and i thought let me just try it it's silly and it was and it did pretty well in like within the industry like not no homeowner like gave any <laughs> any any thought to it but like the industry was like wow that was actually pretty catchy i was surprised that it was going to be good you know so <laughs> that's nice to hear but yeah like that was a long time ago and it's still up it's still up it's still a thing hey you want to do one right now for us oh my god i do not <laughs> i do not <laughs> come on i have not this had a enough fun show i have not had enough alcohol tonight <laughs> down that one <laughs> We still got more time to go, so we have enough for you to do a couple more. You know, drinks. it took hey, me seven me years. It took me seven about. years to write that song. It's 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 one it's <laughs> one word, one syllable a day. It's it's for it's for it takes forever. <laughs> I'm not Drake. I'm not a freestyle oh. rapper. I can't do this. I, I'm not. You know, I'm white. <laughs> oh, so I, I I guess Eminem. Like I said, I've seen a lot of your stuff. Well, yeah, but Jack Harlow. His is a little bit different than they're you know, all. Maybe they they cool write. Rap, they all. You know? They all write, and I am very. Uh, yeah. I, I I also have to write. I can't just do this off off the top of my head. Well, thank you, Matt, for coming and talking with me today. I think there's a lot of information, and I really do think that your site and social media would be great for any pool professional and homeowner. If any of you want to get a hold of him. Go to swimuniversity.com. If you scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, you can find all of his links. So he has YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all of those. And then if you like us, rate us. We really would love to know how you like the show. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and all your favorite streaming sites. And if you have any questions you would like us to talk about or subjects, please let us know. So go to Talking Pools at gmail.com or direct message us or hit, hit up any of our social media um, that you can. 
So have a great Tuesday and we will talk to you soon. just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 